Come Holy Spirit, we'll give you permission to do what you desire. Make our minds, our hearts, our souls fertile soil, that your word may bear great fruit in our life. Illuminate the scriptures for us. Convict and console our hearts. Speak, for your servants are listening. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. These Sundays of Lent, we continue to read the year A readings because of of the scrutinies for those who are in the RCIA process, specifically our catechumens preparing for baptism. So even though it is uh, year C in the liturgical year, we're reading the year A readings last week, this week, and next week. That being said, um, I'm one of the folks, if you're one of them, that was preparing for year C until I'm in my chapel this morning and I'm like, uh, wait, don't we have the scrutinies? Okay, all right, there we go. Little modifications here. <laughs> but truly, so I was praying, I was praying with the, the prodigal son passage, or year C, that is for year C this year. As I was preparing with that passage and then this morning <laughs> praying with this passage, just feeling very deeply the reality that, that I often feel as a priest and called to preach on Sundays and to break open the Word of God, that the, the power and the depth of truth of who God is, is is something that I, like all of us, right, only see dimly as in a mirror now. Like there's... there's a knowledge of who God is. There is a knowledge of what his love means for us and that impact in our life and a very clear and true thing that we can understand and see. But this awareness that, that the Lord is so much greater and that the truth is so much deeper. And I was like, Lord, like, how, how do you want us to understand this? How do you want me to communicate this. And and just this sense of like, Lord, I want the grace, I desire the grace to be able to communicate who you are and what that means for our life ever more profoundly and just aware of of my poverty in being able to do so. So just asking the Lord, like, as I often do, you need to do that in all the ways, in Mass, outside of Mass, like, just pray for myself, for you, for everyone to be illuminated. Our minds to be, to be opened up by the truth and the power of the gospel. And again, I, I, I was praying with the prodigal son and this see, seeing the blind man that again, that our blindness would more and more be healed. That it would be healed that we could see God for the truth of who he was. I'm sure all of you have had some level of experience in your life where you thought you perceived something rightly. Maybe you weren't even aware of your blindness. And then there was a, a new light. Like, wait. I'm seeing this almost as if for the first time. 
And I distinctly think of myself like in relationships with other people. It's like, wait, how have I been viewing them? How have I been viewing myself? And, and now I see something different. So my desire to love them in a different way has increased and my understanding of that increased. And where that penetrates my mind and my heart most profoundly is with a, a new awareness of who God is. That the veil becomes lifted a little bit, the mirror becomes a little clear to see the Lord. As I'm thinking and praying with the prodigal son again, both of the sons misunderstood who the father was. This is a theme that I think about and pray about often, that I speak about often, because it's one of the core, the core realities of what it means to be in relationship with the Lord and to be in relationship with each other. That both of the sons misunderstood who the father was and then therefore lived like servants and slaves and felt that the authority of the father was oppressive. And so one's like, I'm done with this, and he leaves. And initially it seems like he's free, right? I have all these resources, I got this early inheritance, I'm having a blast, and this is lots of pleasure and fun, and it's great. But it leads to emptiness. Physically, he has no food for himself. He's eating the pig food. And interiorly, his heart is broken and empty and confused. And so in that moment, he says, I'm going back. And what does he say? He says, I have sinned. He says, I tell my father, I've sinned against you and I've sinned against heaven. Like this understanding of the dual relationship. My sin is against God and those in my life. And I no longer to deserve to be called your son. So when he goes back, surprising thing happens. The father runs out to meet him. I've said this before, understand this, that particularly in first century Judaism and the Middle Eastern culture, men don't run. Fathers don't run. People come to them. So for the father to be running out to his son who had wished him dead and squandered his, his, his property, squandered his inheritance, is scandalous. It is scandalous. And, but he's running out because of the love in his heart for his son. And the son is returning. And he, here's, here's an, important, an important detail in this. His son is returning and his son says, look, I know I don't want to be in the pigsty anymore. I, I want to come back at least and be a servant in my father's house. Because I don't deserve to be a son. And so when he approaches him, that's, that's what he's trying to say. And the father doesn't even allow him to finish his statement. And he grabs and he puts a new robe on him, a ring on his finger, sand on his feet, kills the fattened calf. We are oftentimes like the younger son in our approach to the Lord. Even as we recognize that we have sinned, that we want Him to love us at an arm's distance. Like, Father, I know I've sinned. 
And, and I want a level of reconciliation, but don't come too close. Don't come too close. Because I'm not worthy of that. Let me back in the house. I want, I want to be forgiven, but, but don't get too close. We're afraid of the closeness and the intimacy of the Father. And so we hold Him at arm's bay. And in that sense, we, we still remain blind. And so my invitation to you, to, to myself, to all of us this Sunday, is to pray that the blindness of our eyes would be lifted, that we could see the Father for who He is, and that we would not hold Him at an arm's distance. None of us are worthy of it. None of us are worthy. But the Father, when we hold Him at an arm's distance, what we're saying is like, you are not a good enough Father for me to let you close. I'm afraid. I'm still afraid to expose the depth of my heart to you. And we see the same thing in the older son. You see, the older son also, too, felt oppressed under the father's authority because he misunderstood who the father was. And so he's, what's beautiful in this is that in his pouting, right, he actually engages in an honest relationship with the father. This whole time he's mad and he's resentful and he's holding it in. But then when he sees the father love and take back the younger son who squandered the property, he's like, all right, uh-uh, like, too much, too much. Can't hold it in anymore. Not coming inside. And the father goes out to meet him. And he's like, well, you know, hey, I got friends. We never even had like a little goat, okay? No little goats, all right, for a party. This fool comes home who has wasted all of your money, who has publicly sinned over and over, and you kill the fattened calf. And there's the father again. He's like, he's like, do you not see? You have been with me always, and everything I have is yours. How did he not see it? Everything in the father's house is his. But he did not see it because he's holding him at an arm's distance. No. I will stay in my father's house, but I will not let him get too close. All of you are coming to Sunday Mass. Here I am, a priest. And the question for us is, are we in the father's house? But are we holding him at an arm's distance? And if we're holding him at an, at an arm's distance, why? Why? Because we cannot see him for who he is. Jesus on the cross reveals the heart of the Father. Jesus in the Eucharist reveals the heart of the Father. This is my body given up for you, running out to meet us. I, I invite you to pray with these passages this week. And if you feel yourself 
stiff-arming the Lord. Let down your guard. Let down your guard. He already sees everything about us. There is nothing to hide from Him. He has died for us, even in our sin. Let us let down our guard and let the Father meet us with His tenderness and His compassion, lifting the veil of our eyes. You have been with me always, and everything I have is yours. Let us celebrate, for my son, my daughter, who was lost, has been found, who has died, has come back to life. Thank you for listening. The ministry here at Christ the King is made possible through our generous donors and golden givers. If you would like to learn more or partner with Christ the King on LSU's campus, please visit ctklsu.org.